Hello, this is Tim from Arkham's Kids, and we're going to about ready to start the Carcosa campaign. I did set the bag on easy, and then I was trying to figure out what to do with the deck. So the deck that I chose was Willem Yorick, because I was going through Arkham DB, and I was going to do a little net decking and find out, uh, I need something unique, something fun to mess around with. And then lo and behold, by user start with the name posted an updated Nervous Wrecking Machine Encore for William Yorick. So I did build it, and we're going to try it out. Um, his deck uh, for assets, a couple flashlights, two meat cleavers, uh, the Enchanted Blade for two, Drawing Thins, Track Shoes, Guard Dog, uh, Cherish uh, Keepsake, and then the events were, look what I found, Act of Desperation, Lucky, On the Hunt, Second Wind, Resourceful, Take Heart, Take the initiative and vicious blow for the skills. So, yeah, I saw this, and it was a very awesome write-up. Boy, let me tell you. I mean, he, he got you everything down on what you're supposed to do with money resources to finding clues to dealing with uh, enemies, what you should go for the mulliganing, and then XP upgrades. So I applaud. Start with the name. Because uh, he did a bang-up job. I mean, really awesome. So I'll, I'll put a forward that in the show notes uh, so you can take a look at it, uh, the deck detail. And I'll try to follow along here and see how far I go. Now, again, I'm trying this in easy. I am not as adventurous trying this in hard because my success rate of finishing these campaigns are abysmal. So we're going to pick out good old William Yorick, and uh, we're going to see how it goes. So hang tight, guys. I'm going to read the prologue to... Path to Carcosa. You overturn the folded program in your hand, reading it for what it seems like the hundredth time. Miskatonic Playhouse presents The King in Yellow. It reads, a special one-night engagement at Arkham's very own War Theater. An irresistible drama in two acts. Production staged and directed by Nigel Ingram. Cast as a small ensemble with one unattributed credit at the end, The Stranger. To have a sexually highly anticipated play to come to Arkham all the way from Paris is a noteworthy event, even if it's just for one night. For weeks leading up to the show, it was the talk of the town. It seemed so unassuming, and yet, you have evidence something sinister is at work. It started with the disappearance of one of the stagehands at the theater, a boy of only 17 who missed rehearsal one night and was never seen again. Then, in less than two weeks before the performance, there was a musician whose corpse was found with a gun in its mouth. Perhaps the most chilling was a crazed man the robbers had picked up at the Independence Square who had been ranting and raving about the King's return. He was brought to Arkham Asylum, and you were surprised to discover that he was not alone in his delusions. Finding these events suspicious, you and your companions have delved deeper into the matter, although no connection can be proven. These weren't the only strange events surrounding the up-and-coming play. Instances of suicide and madness have followed in its wake, and you had determined to discover why. The lights in the auditorium dim, and the spotlight shines on the stage. What unfolds is not quite what you have expected. Slow-paced and monotonous, the first act of A King in Yellow is a tedious bore. The setting and characters are compelling, but the meandering and nonsensical story does little to entertain or inform. You begin to wonder whether the dreadful events surrounding the King in Yellow aren't connected after all. Perhaps it was just your overactive imagination. How could such a trivial and unassuming show cause such pandemonium? You were surprised when the first act closes without any rising action or revelation. The lights rise for the intermission, 
and you consider leaving early, stifling a yawn. Before you are able to decide, however, you find yourself drifting, drifting to sleep. Scenario one is the curtain call. You awaken with a start, as though shaken by an unseen force. You must have slept for quite some time, for there are only a few other patrons in the audience and no performers on stage. The lights are dim, and the cage curtains are tattered and ripped, though you do not remember that being the case during the first act. You wait a moment before you are sure this isn't part of the performance. As you wait, a foul but unrecognizable smell permeates the air. How long have you been asleep? Shaking off your drowsiness, you walk towards one of the seated patrons and ask for the time, but he does not respond. It is then that you realize you are speaking to a corpse. So we start with the first turn. In order for us to start the first turn, let's see what we need to do first. So the third act for our first agenda. The theater is eerily quiet. The old wooden floors crack beneath your feet, and a light and rain gently patters on the roof as you explore the auditorium. There are more rotting corpses amongst the seats, and the rest of the crowd has vanished. In order for this general advance, six doom must be placed on it. Act 1A, The Awakening. You pinch yourself to see if you were dreaming, and sure enough, your skin stings and reddens. You take a few deep breaths to try to think rationally. Whatever's going on, you must explore the theater to learn the truth of the matter. In order for me to advance this, I need to find three clues. William's going to start at the theater. Uh, William Yorick, so for his stat line, he has three willpower, two of knowledge, four fighting, three of eight. He's a warden, and as a react, after you defeat an enemy, I may play an asset from your discard pile, paying its cost, limit once per round. Uh, He has eight health, six sanity. And if I pull the Elder Sign, the effect is plus two. If this test is successful, return one card from your discard pile to your hand. And he's a grave digger because he's always digging out of the the uh, discard pile. So I do like I I do like William. I haven't progressed very far with Will, William York a lot of times, but uh, I, I just think he's just got an awesome flavor. Even though his backstory is kind of kind of silly, but uh, I really do dig him. So. All right, first turn. Well, before we do that, let's draw the five, let's draw the five cards. Take the initiative, act of desperation, cherish keepsake, enchanted blade, and a guard dog. So, I will pitch everything based on on what I should be mulliganing for from the build. Is I need to pull for take heart and drawing thin. So I will pitch the four side, draw take heart, another guard dog, another take heart, and an act of desperation. Shuffle these back in the deck. I start at the theater. Must have been one hell of an intermission. To say that the theater is in a disarray would be a profound understatement. The walls and seats, previously polished over shine, are cracked and caked with dirt. The curtains are tattered, and the set is stained with old blood. You aren't sure what's worse, the smell of rot or the nagging feeling that you've been asleep for a very long time. Two shroud, zero clues. All right, first turn I will... 
play the Enchanted Blade now. Enchanted Blade, uh, one-handed weapon, uh, also spell-related, uh, uses three charges. As an action, I can fight, get plus one for the attack, and as an additional cost to initiate this ability, I may spend a charge to empower the blade, and if I do, I get another plus one to the attack and deal one damage. That was turn one. Turn two, I need to start finding some clues. I'll go to the lobby for turn two. Through the tall glass doors leading into the lobby, you can see that this room isn't nearly as dilapidated as the auditorium. Signs promoting the King of Yellow taunt you from the inside. It's got four shroud, one clue. Forced, when the lobby is revealed, put two of the set-aside doorway locations to play at random. And then as two actions, I can... Uh, two actions I can do and draw three cards. The wide doors that lead to the streets of Arkham are somehow gone, as if they were never there. So I'm going to place out the two random lobby doorways. They're connected to the lobby. Also connected to the lobby is the balcony. Turn three. Uh, right now, I am going to double up on the take... Well, yeah, I'm going to double up on the take heart. So, oh, no, I can't double up and take heart. So it smacks one per skill test, so I'll do one. So I'll try to find that third clue. Chances are I'm going to fail on this one. But to take heart is I may commit to take heart to any type of test. If this test fails, the performing investigator draws two cards and gains two resources. So right now I am down two to four. Skull, minus one. So I did fail. I'm going to draw two cards and gain two resources. I drew Paranoia. Uh, that was my basic random weakness. Discard all my resources. I'm so glad that happened. Nope, my sarcasm. And then Vicious Blow I drew. So I can handle monsters if once I get across to it, man, but I just got depleted resources. So that is it for the third turn. Enemy phase, there aren't any enemies. I'm going to get a resource, draw a card. I drew, I drew Drawing Thin, and that is the end of the first turn. Okay, so put Mythos Phase, put one on the third act, draw my Mythos card. The King's Edict, it's a pact, revelation. For each cultist enemy in play, move one clue from the enemy's location to that enemy. Till the end of round, each cultist in play uh, gets plus one fight. And each for each clue and or doom on it. If there are no clues moved by this effect, King's Edict gains Surge. So, luckily, based on this, there are no cultist enemies in play. So, I'm going to get a free pass on that. Well, no, because I said no clues are moved by this effect, the King's Edict gains Surge. Alright, so I'm drawing another one. And I drew a Poltergeist. Which is attached to me. Ooh, can actually handle this with my enchanted blade. So the poltergeist, three fighting, two wounds, four evade. Cannot be dangerous except by spell, relic, or encounter cards. As an action, I can parlay knowledge three to attempt to banish the geist. If you see, deal one damage to it. It will do two whore to me if it hits during the enemy phase. Or any other attack of opportunity. So, with the Enchanted Blade, let's do that. First turn, Enchanted Blade. 
I will remove a charge from the blade so I can get the plus one damage for the attack. So I'm going to be hitting at six to three. Pretty good. Minus one. Two wounds to the poltergeist. That is a dead poltergeist. After I defeat an enemy, play an asset from my discard pile. I don't have one. That's just a paranoia and take heart in my discard. Turn two. Well, I'm going to play the drawing thin. What drawing thin does is it's also an asset and is a react. When you initiate a skill test, exhaust drawing thin. Increase the difficulty of this test by two to gain two resources or draw a card. Then turn three, I am going to look for that clue. And I'm going to fail on this clue because I'm going to react, exhaust my drawing thin to crank the skill test by two. So it's going to make it six. And then I'm going to play the take heart. So that'll give me a lot of resources and drawing more cards. So I am looking at six. Oh no, two. Two to six. Minus two. I fail. So I'm going to gain two resources for the take heart. I'm going to gain two cards. I drew another drawing thin. And a resourceful. So I can actually dig out that take heart. From the discard pile because I played them both. And then for the drawing thin, I am going to get two more resources to build my resource engine up. So I'm at five. That is the end of my turn. Enemy phase. Well, I got rid of the poltergeist, so that's a good thing. And then we're at the end. So I'm gonna gain another resource. This will put me up to six resources. Draw a card. I'll be at six cards. Six card is another enchanting blade. Ready to drawing thin. That is the end of turn two. New round. Put my second myth, uh, Doom Counter on the third act. Draw my Mythos card. Descent to Madness. Surge. If you have at least three whore on me, I lose an action. Well, don't have any yet. I'm going to draw the next one. Whispers in your head. Anxiety. Terror. Peril. Hidden. Revelation. Secretly add whispers to your head, anxiety to your hand. I cannot trigger uh, quick action abilities. I can spend two actions to discard it. So right now it's not too bad. Other than it's going to take out a spot in my hand. Um, and I don't have any uh, crazy react or not reacts, but quick action abilities or fast abilities. So we're good with that. I am going for my first turn. I'm going to play my second drawing thin. It's not a unique, so I can do that. I'm going to... Second turn, I am going to tap both of the drawing thins. Try to look for that clue. So I'm just putting it at an unimaginable eight to my two. Minus one, I fail. So, pretty good on the resource front for the moment. So, let's just draw some cards. So, I'm going to draw two, one for each drawing thin. I drew on the hunt and a flashlight. I needed that flashlight. Then, let's see, that was turn one. Turn two, I will play the flashlight. Take out my second hand slot there. And the flashlight has three supplies. I can spend a supply to gain minus two shroud for the investigation. 
And then turn three, I'm going to look for that clue. Right, using a flashlight, this is going to put me down two to two. Anything else I want to pump that up with? Nope. Let's just do that two to two. Minus one, I would fail. That's all right. No enemies. Gain a resource, draw a card. I am sitting at seven cards. This will be my eighth. And then you another resourceful. And that's the end of round three. Top of the round. There's three. It's a six doom for the third act. Draw my mythos. Agent of the key. Pray most clues. Well, that's going to engage me. After the Agent of the King attacks you, move one of your clues to the Agent of the King. Force. When you defeat the Agent of the King, take control of all of its clues. It's worth a victory point. If it hits me, it's one uh, one damage, two horror. And his stack line is four fighting, four wounds, two evade. Alright. So, let's do this. We, on the first turn, I'm going to try to hit him the Chanted Blade. I'm going to spend the one charge on it. And it's going to put me at six to four. Minus two for two wounds. I'll spend my last charge again on the Enchanted Blade. Now, the Enchanted Blade's still good. I just don't have it in with charges, so I can't get the plus one, plus one damage. So think of it as just a knife that you can't throw. Six to four again. Ah, tentacle. Gotta love the tentacle. That's a failure. Turn three. I'm gonna play Act of Desperation. As an additional cost to play Act of Desperation, choose and discard an item asset that takes up at least one hand slide from your hand or a play area. So I'm going to throw away the Enchanted Blade on my third turn. Fight. You get plus X and deal plus one damage for this attack, where X is the chosen asset's printed resource cost, which is three. If you succeed and that asset was in your play area, gain three resources. Yeah, I like that. You same thing keep a flashlight. Which is done with this supplies. So plus three to my four. I'm looking at seven to two wounds. Seven to four. Minus one. That'll take care of Agent of the King. And I get a victory point for that. And that was it for my third turn. Enemy phase. Well, we got rid of the Agent of the King. I'm going to put a resource. I'll put me back up to six. I'm going to draw my card. And I drew a second act of desperation. So four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight cards. We're done with this round. So uh, add a uh, doom to the third act. That'll put it up to four. And I drew uh, I drew whispers in your head dismay. I cannot commit skill cards to skill tests, which would kind of impact my resourcefulness. So this is going to be a quick turn. Uh, 
So first two turns there, I will discard the Whispers in Your Head, Dismay. And then third action, I'll go ahead and look for that third clue. Spend both of my resources, or resourceful, and that'll put me up. And then a knock on the flashlight, that'll put me up four to two. Minus one. I'll get the clue, and then I'll dig out the two take hearts for the two resourcefuls. Uh, after that, draw a card. Gain a resource, put me up to seven. So I got a dilemma now, so I got nine cards and drew on the hunt. So I got two on the hunts in my hand. I don't think I need them both, so I'm going to pitch just the one on the hunts and finish out the turn. Put a Doom. It'll be the fifth one for the third act. I'm getting close to advancing this. I'm going to draw my Mythos card. Rotting Remains. A sickening display of gore causes you to wretch. You're glad this wasn't you. Revelation. Test. Uh, willpower 3. For each point you fail by, take a horror. So right now I'm at 3. And right now it looks like that. 3 to 3. Elder Sign, plus two. This test is successful. You may return one card from your discard pile to your hand. Ooh. So, what am I going to bring back? I am going to bring back a Resourceful, because honestly, if I can bring anything back... Yeah, definitely the Resourceful. Awesome. Puts me at nine. That's all right. So, first turn, I need another weapon, so I'll play my second Enchanted Blade out here. For the first turn. That way, in case I do have an enemy, I can take care of it. Second turn, I am going to play my guard dog. And the guard dog is uh, three wounds, one whore. It is an ally. Uh, ally creature. And then as a react, when an enemy attack deals damage to the guard dog, I get to deal one damage to the attacking enemy. And then turn three, I'm going to choose one of the two library doorways and finish out and see what happens. An ornate wooden door leads to into one of the front areas of the theater. The green room. Shroud five, uh, one clue's on it. As an action, I can investigate. You get plus three for this investigation. After this skill test ends, discard each card in your hand. Ah. <laughs> oh, wow. Blah. This green room is supposed to be a relaxing lounge for tense performers. But you imagine anyone trying to find a moment to rest in this cluttered pigsty would come up shortchanged. But if I do get rid of the uh, clue, it will give me uh, uh, another victory point. And that would be it for my third turn, because I moved there. No enemies. Gain a resource. Draw a card. And I drew second wind. What second wind does is play it in the first action. I get to heal damage or two damage instead if you do a treachery this round. And then you get to draw a card. So it puts me at four, five, six, seven, eight. I got eight cards on the nose. The third act for the first agenda will advance now. Because I just threw my sixth on there. Abruptly, a malformed body of an unnatural nightmare slams onto the stage. It's slithering tendrils reaching into the aisles. It opens its maw and lets out a shell-piercing song. The melody is uncanny. 
the notes searing to your mind. Pain pounds in your forehead and blood runs from your ears. Search the set-aside cards in the victory display for the Royal Emissary Enemy and spawn it in the theater. The Royal Emissary uh, will pray in the one with the lowest of willpower. It's massive. Hunter, retaliate. Uh, four fighting, four wounds, two evade. At the end of the enemy phase, each investigator at the Royal Emissary location or connecting location takes a whore. And if he's uh, in the same location with you, uh, you're we're going to take two wounds. The creature song echoes relentlessly through the halls of the theater. The melody repeats again and again, yet somehow never the same note twice. Forced, after the Royal Emissary is added to the victory display, remove all Doom from play and reset the, deck, the agenda deck to 1A and then place the read Doom on that agenda. Alright, so the Royal Embassy is spotted out, and then I still gotta draw my Mythos card. At your Descent into Madness, Surge, if you have at least three horror on you, lose an action. I don't. Not yet, anyways. Distonant Voices. I cannot play assets or events at the end of the round. <sighs> Discard Distonant Voices. So all I can really do is play skills. Alright. Well, with skills, I do have two resource. Uh, I got two take hearts, two resourcefulness. I got a lot of cards in my hand, though. So, let's... Hmm. That green room, that is very tough, even with the flashlight. I can bring it down to three, but I'd be still down one. I could start pitching cards. I got a resourceful. I can pitch on the hunt if I need to. To crank it up to be an advantage of four to three, but I don't know if that's my best possibility either. Uh, I really need the royal uh, emissary probably to move over to me so I can get over and smack him, but it's going to take me two turns to get over to the royal emissary to actually, and I won't get rid of him. So, oh man, this, oh, well, let's, all right, let's leave the green room for the moment. Let me see if there's any other options. Uh, so, turn one, go to the lobby. Turn two, go to the other lobby doorway. And I do the box office. Raindrops pelt your clothing as you step into the box office. It takes you a moment before you remember you purchased your ticket indoors and you realize it is somehow raining through the roof of the hall. Two shrouds, zero clues. As an action, gain five resources. And remember that I stole from the box office. Limit once per game. Well, I struck out there. So, what am I going to do for my third turn then? Third turn, I am going to... I'm going to remember I stole from the box office. So I'll spend that action. I'll gain five resources. I'm just going to hang tight here. I don't know why I stole from the box office. I have really no need to because I can really pump up the uh, resource engine if I needed to. So that is the end of my turn. Royal Emissary, at the beginning of the phase, is going to move to the lobby. And when he's done, uh, he's going to do his forced react. 
uh, considering I'm, a, I'm in a connecting location, I'm going to take a whore, which will be my first one on me. I'm going to gain a resource, draw a card. Cherish Keepsake. And this will put me at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 cards. I really have no need for On the Hunt right now. Not going to help me right now. All right, I'm going to add a Doom to the Encore agenda. I'm going to get a Mythos card. It's a Swarm of Rats. So I'm going to take care of the Swarm of Rats first. Actually, I'm not even going to let the Swarm of Rats take care of me. I'm going to move. First turn I move. The Royal Emissary Joint, well, 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 it's massive. It's not going to attach me, but I'm going to be threatened by it. Um, I will take a damage for the Swarm of Rats. It is a hunter. Uh, a horde of cruel rats skitter forth an undulating wave of cl claws, teeth, and mottled fur. It's got one fighting, one wound, and three evade. I'm going to put a damage on the guard dog and as a react, deal one damage to the attacking enemy to take care of the rats. Turn two, I am going to spend a charge from the Enchanted Blade. This will put me up to six to four. Well, I failed that one. Tentacle. Turn two. Well, last turn, I am going to spend an art charge on the Enchanted Blade. Six to four. Skull, minus one. So there, at least there's two wounds on the Royal Emissary. Enemy phase. Well, the Emissary is going to hit me for two. So I will take the two. I'm not going to put it on my guard dog. So I'll take that. And at the end of the phase, I am going to take one whore for the forced react. I'm going to gain a resource. It's going to put me at ten resources. I'm going to draw a card. I drew a vicious blow. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I will pitch chairs keepsake. I'm hoping at this time then... Once I defeat the Royal Emissary, I can use the React to dig out the teddy bear and play it. That's what I'm hoping for, anyways. Mythos phase. Put another Doom on the Encore agenda. I'm at two. Draw my Mythos card. Drew another swarm of rats. You know, enemies galore now. All right, first turn. Uh, let's take care of the Royal Emissary. I'll spend my last charge from the Enchanted Blade. Six to four. Zero. All right, two wounds. I'll take care of the Royal Emissary for the moment. Put him aside. I got some rats to deal with here. So let's do this. I will use my Chain of Blade. I don't get any charges on it. But I do get plus one for the attack. Five to one. Uh, minus two. We'll take care of the rats. Turn three. Let's go to the balcony. 
I'll move up there. I gotta find some clues. And not ridiculously hard ones like from the green room. A carpeted staircase leads up to the balcony. Somehow, a hot draft is blowing down to the steep passageway. To your disappointment, the balcony sections are much like from the ground floor below. Although, every now and then, you think you spot a figure moving silently in the aisles. Two shroud. One clue on it. One victory point force. After I perform a move action during which you move from the balcony to the theater, I can take I take two damage. And it's a quick way of getting down there, but I don't I, I don't know why you'd want to. I mean, quick way of getting out, I guess. So I'm going to gain a resource. I've got like 11 late resources. Draw a card. Oh, I forgot about the cherished keepsake. So let's take that. After I got rid of the emissary, after I defeated an enemy, play an asset from your discard pile, paying its cost. Uh... Actually, just take the Enchanted Blade. That way I actually have something to go with. So, put out the other Enchanted Blade. I pitched one that had no charges and put this one on here that has put new charges on here. And also, the Encore has resetted itself, so we're still in the third act with three Doom on it. Because I took care of the Royal Emissary. So, again, resource. At the end of the turn, draw a card. Draw another chair's keepsake. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. I can pitch the chair's keepsake. Oh, man. Yep. That's the end of that turn. So we're back to the third act. Uh, I put the fourth Doom on for the third act after I resetted it. Draw my mythos. Spirit's Torment, attached to your location. After you leave the attached location, you must either take one horror or lose one action. As an action, I can place one of my clues on the attached location to get rid of Spirit's Torment. So let's start looking for that clue. I'll burn the last charge from the flashlight. This will put me up to the zero. Plus one. Got two clues. Need one more. Turn two, I will advance. To the lobby. I will take I'll take a damage because of the spirit's torment. Then turn three. I will head over to the theater. I have nine resources. That'll be ten. Draw a card. Look what I found. It's my ninth card. I am going to pitch... Oh. Man, this is rough. Because you're sitting with a whole stockpile of cards. And i got to get rid of something here. So... I potentially still use the Act of Desperation still. The flashlight I means not 
the end-all be-all. So let's get rid of the act of desperation. Fifth Doom has hit the third act. I'm going to draw my Mythos. King's Edict. For each cultist enemy in play, yeah, there isn't a cultist. If no clues are moved by this effect, uh, it gains Surge. So I'll draw the next one. Black Stars Rise. Revelation. Test Book 4. If you fail, you must either place one Doom on the current agenda or take one whore for each point I fail by. This can cause the current agenda to advance. It blotted out entire galaxies within its dark shape. I think I'm probably going to be taking out this Royal Emissary again. Unless I draw an Elder Sign here. Alright. I'm not going to worry about the drawing fins and failing. Well, I don't want to fail that model. It's just either one Doom. Or take one whore for each point of fail out. So it's either one or the other. I don't need resources. I mean, I could draw my cards. Yeah, let's just hold that. Two to four. Elder Sign. Nice. Plus two. If this test is successful, return one card from my discard pile to the hand. I will put back the resourceful so I can keep digging if I need to. Alright, first turn. Let's head over to backstage. The set is different from what you remember from the play's first act. Decorated with a backdrop of an unsettling sunset. There is a clue on here. There's one clue, three shroud, forced. When the backstage is revealed, put the two set aside backstage doorway locations into play at random. While you're at the backstage, each hidden treachery in your hand counts as three cards instead of one for the purpose of counting your hand size. Well, I guess I know what I'm going to be doing for my other two actions because I can't have that happening now. That's way too much. Two and three, let's get rid of the whispers in your head anxiety and finish up my turn that way. I hate turns that go like that when it just zaps you and drains you of everything. I'm going to gain a resource at the end of my turn. There are no enemies in play. About 11 resources. Draw. And I do bury them deep. So we got five, six, seven, eight, nine cards. Let's get rid of... I guess take heart. Let's get rid of that. Well, so now we advance the third act again. Royal Emissary is going to come out. It's going to say hi in the theater again. And I'm going to draw my mythos. It's a, another swarm of rats. All right, first turn. I do like the free XPs, though. So first turn, let's take care of the rats with the Enchanted Blade. I will definitely not spend a charge on that. Five to one. Got a zero. And now I'll play Bury Them Deep. I'm going to bury them dreadful, 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 dreadful rats. Give me that XP. Turn two, I am going to need to find a better way of finding clues. <laughs> Turn two, I'm going to go to the backstage doorway. I'm going to pick 
Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. First one. Simple wooden door leads to the back of the theater, far from prying eyes of patrons. It's a trap room. After you reveal the trap room, search the encounter deck and discard pile for one copy of the Swarm of Rats and put it in the play engaged with you. Clearly, nobody has cleaned out the prop area beneath the stage in months. Victory one. It's another victory point one. And I gotta dig out some rats. Both of them were actually in my discard in the Mythos deck. Uh, I'll be using the Enchanted Blade again. I'm actually forgetting to use Willing's ability. So, right now I'm looking at 5 to 1 with the Enchanted Blade, but not spending a charge. Minus 2 will take care of the Swarm Rats. And then, after I successfully defeat an enemy, play an asset from my discard pile, and I will play a Cherished Keepsake. And get out Mr. Potterson. So I'm looking at seven cards. I would be down one. Well, let's see. One, no. One, I fought the rats. Two, I moved to the trap room. Three, I fought the rats again. So I am done. Royal Emissary, moving to the backstage. I'm going to take a whore, which is going to go right on the teddy bear. I'm going to gain a resource. This will put me at a cool 12. I'm going to draw. i got a meat cleaver. So it puts me at eight cards. Put my first mythos on the third act on the agenda. I'm going to draw. Twisted to his will. Revelation. If there is no doom in play, twisted to his will gains search. Otherwise, test X, where X is the amount of doom in play. If you fail, discard two cards from your hand at random. So there's one doom on it right now, and I'm at three. So three to one. Minus one, I'm all right. Twisted to his will. All right, so I got to take care of that emissary again. So let's go ahead and do that. Go back over here real quick. Turn one to the backstage, Royal Emissary. Spend a charge on the Enchanted Blade. And then I'm going to blow both vicious blows so that it will give me a whopping four, five, six, seven, eight, eight to four for four wounds. Minus one. I'll take care of the world emissary for the time being. And considering I did that, I can play an asset for my discard pile. I'm going to play. The other teddy bear. But I have to get rid of the one with the, the bad uh, horror on it. So we can just pitch the cherished keepsake out. So one, two, take care of that three. I need to find them clues. So right now I'm looking at three to two. I'm going to spend most of my resources because I really need to find that third clue. This will put me at three, uh, four to three. 
skull. Three to three. I got the third clue. Let's advance that. Before I do, though, I got the dig for both of my resourcefulnesses. So, which one am I going to do? Act of Desperation. And Take Heart. I will advance the Awakening, finally. It only took 12 turns to do it. A shadow creeps along the wall beside you, and your heart leaps into your throat. You turn, and a figure flits away just out, out of sight. Either your mind's playing tricks on you, or someone else is in the theater. You follow the direction of the shadow. Rounding a nearby corner, at the far end of the hall, he stands waiting you. A man in an elegant black suit, his face covered by a pale mask. Though his attire has changed, you instantly recognize him as the actor who played the role of the stranger, one of the characters from The King in Yellow. He turns and disappears through an open doorway as if taunting you to follow choose one of the set aside locations at random and then put that location into play and spawn the set aside man of the pallid mask at that location instead of his normal spawn location so i still got the alley doorway and a backstage doorway so i'm gonna shovel blindly here and see which one he's gonna pop out at hopefully the closer one so i'm really hoping for a backstage doorway And it, nope, that's the lobby. <laughs> All right, so he comes out. He normally spawns at the furthest uh, from location from all the players. He's aloof, four fighting, three wounds, four evade. As an action, you can investigate, and the shroud gets plus two shroud. If you succeed, instead of discovering clues, you can defeat him. And he take he does one horror. So that's where he's sitting at. Advance to the one to three copies at random. Uh, act two a at random. So there are three different acts. I am just going to shuffle and pick one. The mysterious stranger from the King in Yellow might know something about what happened during the intermission. You must find and confront him if you are discovered the truth. Objective. When the man in the pallet mask would be discarded from play, advance it. Well, that was it for me, so third turn there. Enemy phase, the man in the pallet mask, he's aloof, so he's just going to hang out and be at that third doorway lobby. Uh, going to gain a resource, so put me at 13. I have lots of resources. I'm going to draw the, another meat cleaver, and this will put me at seven cards. So I did reset. The, the agenda again, so we're back to three doom on the third act. Now it's the fourth. Going to draw my mythos card. Spirit's Torment is sitting at the backstage. I don't have any clues to put on it, so I'm just going to take a horror losing action when I do so. So, yeah, let's just do that. Turn one, go to the theater. And I will take a whore and I'll put it on the teddy bear. Turn two, I'll head to the lobby. Turn three. I am going to... Man. Um, sure, let's just put on a meat cleaver. I'll get pitch the flashlight for the moment. 
So with the meat cleaver does, I, I can fight, give me plus one for the attack, plus two if I have three or fewer remaining sanity, which I don't yet. If this attack defeats an enemy, you may heal a whore, and as an additional cost to initiate this ability, you may take one whore to have this attack deal plus one damage. So right now I have four whore left. I can spend additional cost to take a whore to do plus one damage, and then it would stack and give me plus two to the fight as well. Not necessary, but I just wanted to burn cards from the hands. Uh, enemies, a man does not move. I'm going to gain a resource. It's going to put me now at 11. I'm going to draw. I got track shoes. Man, I wish I had that earlier. Five Doom is now on the third act again. I drew Black Stars Rise. Had, um, need knowledge for if you fail, you must either place a Doom on the current agenda or take one whore. Uh, well, right now I'm looking at two to four. Not great. I don't think I needed really any clues. So let's just pitch the look what I found. It gives me two, so it puts me up at even four to four. And hope I draw something positive. Minus two. Nope. Uh, I don't want to advance it just quite yet, though. I think I'm going to take one whore for each point I failed by. So I failed by two. So I'll put one on, on the chair. She keeps it. Teddy bear goes away. And then I'll put it three whore for William Yorick. First turn. I will move over to the lobby doorway, which I don't know what's in here, but we're going to take a look. Uh, the light lighting box. At the top of the narrow, claustrophobic staircase, you find a lighting crew's closet-like booth stationed above the balcony. Expensive lighting equipment, several heavy spotlights dominate the cramped room. There's four shroud and a clue on it. It's a very big shroud. Uh, turn two. Put on the track shoes, but I did not. Turn two. Ugh. Gotta do something here. Well, he's not aloof with me, so turn two. I guess I will put on the track shoes. Then turn three. I will try to investigate. And I'm going to fail this one because I'm going to play a take heart. So I can just draw more cards. What if I draw my enemy? It wouldn't be that bad. And my enemy meaning the uh, enemy that is part of one of my weaknesses for good old William Yorick. Because my deck is getting mighty, 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 mighty thin. So right now I'm looking at two to four. Uh, zero, so I did fail. I'll draw two cards for that. Drew a flashlight and another look that I look what I found. Flashlight would help me down the line. Uh, enemy phase, nothing happens. Even with the aloof of the man in the pilot mask, gain a resource. I'll be at nine. Draw a card. Take the initiative.
Well, we advance the third act yet again. So pull the encore down. Royal Emissary spawns at the theater, two spots away from me. Draw. Rotting remains. Test head three for each point. I fail by take a horror. I will pitch my second meat cleaver that I have in my hand to help bump that up a little. So it'll put me at four to three. Zero. I'm good on the rotting remains. Turn one. I will call the aloof spawn over to try to hit me. Turn two. I'm going to try to hit it with the enchanted blade. So four to my four, five, six. Six to four. Plus one for two wounds. Third action. Instead of the enchanted blade, I'll switch over to the meat cleaver because I'm I already got three or less sanity. Now give me plus two, and if it defeats the enemy, I can heal a horror. So let's do that. So again, it puts me at six to four for my third action. Oh, gutty cynical. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Enemy phase. Man in the pallet mask will hit me. Four. A whore. Royal Emissary will move over to the lobby. And I'll get hit for another whore. So now I'm kind of in a precarious position here now. Man, those tentacles are well-timed. So enemy phase is done. I'm going to... Gain a resource. I'm going to draw a card. Uh, I'm at 10 resources. Draw, and I draw a lucky. One, two, three, four, five, six. I got seven cards in hand. Place a doom on the encore. Draw a card. Fanatic spawn. Revealed location with the most clues. If you enter the place, move one clue from the fanatic's uh, location to the fanatic. So I will... Put him far, far away. I'll put him way back in the trap room on the other side. And he'll gain that clue. The Fanatic is three fighting, two wounds, three evade. And if he's attached to me, he will hit for just one damage. All right, I got to take care of the man in the pallet mask. So first turn, I am going to use my meat cleaver so I can try to do a residual heal here. Uh, minus one. So this time I do heal, and I do take care of the man in the pallet mask. Uh, when the man in the pallet mask will be discarded from play advance. So he is not technically discarded yet. But I did defeat him. So let's get out that teddy bear again. I need that teddy bear. And I can play it as a react. Let's see what happens. As you face off with the stranger, you get a sense that he is grinning beneath his pale face and his mask. Where is everyone, you ask? But he does not respond. What is going on? He remains silent and steps back as you approach until it's back against the corner of the room. 
You spin in shock as the windows shatter and a deluge of cold salt water floods from the room. You turn back to the stranger, but he's gone. Instead of discarding the man of the palace, move him to the lobby, which is right next to the royal emissary. Awesome. I'm going to add two elder thing tokens to the bag. One, and let's find the other one, two. I don't want to draw those. Those are like minus fours. Place one whore on each private location. Uh, well, it looks like trap room. Uh, backstage doorway, which I have not found yet. Box office, lighting box. And green room gets one. Until the end of the scenario, whore on location represents flooding water. And each location with whore gains force. When you would leave this location, test uh, evade two. If you fail, take one damage of the cancels effects. Uh, cancel the effects of the move and limit once per round. Keep this card next to the act deck as a reminder. Curtain call. The stranger must know a way out. You have to follow him. While the man in the pallet mask is not in play, the lobby gains uh, action. Resign. Force. At the end of the round, place one whore in each location with no whore that is connected to a location with whore. If each undefeated investigator has resigned, advance. All right. So I am sitting still the lighting box so now I will use my track shoes to try to get out of there oh I didn't really do that that's after the fact but I do need a test evade two to move otherwise I would take a damage and cancel the effects of the move so I'm looking at two to three four with my track shoes Plus one, so I'm okay there. I will move. Second turn, I will move there to the lobby where the royal emissary and the man in the pallet mask is. But I still got to take care of the man in the pallet mask again because he is still in play. Turn three. I will. Go ahead and try to attack the Royal Emissary with the Enchanted Blade. So, with the Enchanted Blade, I'm looking at 6 to 4. Plus 1. So, 2 wounds on the Emissary. And I am done. Enemy phase. Uh, Royal Emissary will do two damage to me. As he does damage, I'm going to do a damage back with my dog. So my dog will take one. Emissary will take one. And I will take one. It'll put me at four. And then at the end of the round, for the enemy phase, I'm going to take a horror. Put it on the bear. And then I am going to add a resource, draw a card. Hey, there's my graveyard ghouls. <laughs> Gonna have to take care of that eventually. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. 
to Doom is on the Encore. And let me go back to the Graveyard Ghouls. So if it hits me, it does one damage, one horror. Um, Prey, yeah, just William York only. It's a Hunter. While Graveyard Ghouls is engaged with you, cards cannot leave your discard pile. Three fighting, three wounds, two evade. Alrighty, I'm going to draw my Mythos card. Spires of Carcosa. Attach to your location, then place two Doom on that location. There are no Doom on the attached location, discard the Spires of Carcosa. If you succeed, instead of discovering clues here, remove one Doom from the attached location. Not really worried about that yet, but I need to take care of the Royal Emissary first. So I am going to... Oh, well, there's plenty of things I can do. First turn, I will... Yeah, I'm going to try to get rid of the Royal Emissary. I'll use it with my Meat Cleaver. Because I'm not here sanity from the 6 to 4. Plus 1. We'll take care of the Royal Emissary. It's going to set the clock back again. Yep. Just double checking, had to make sure. And I also need to place one whore at the, each location with no water token on it. So it spills out. So really it's just the backstage and the lobby suffering the water. So I took care of the Royal Emissary again. Turn two. You take care of the graveyard ghouls. Be clear. Uh, well, I need to do some damage, damage. So let's do act of death. Oh, should I do the act of desperation? So I need to do more wounds. So turn to act of desperation. Let's pitch the enchanted blade again. Three fighting. So I'm at seven, seven to three, and does plus one damage. And if I succeed in the attack, I'll gain three resources. Uh, Elder thing, minus four. If your location has at least one horror on it, take a horror. If your location has no horror on it, place one horror on it instead. Uh, I'm going to take a horror. It's going to go on the teddy bear. Then that'll put two wounds on the Graveyard Ghouls. Turn three, uh, Meat Cleaver. I'll just do the plus two fighting. Minus two. Take care of the Graveyard Ghouls. And after I defeat an enemy, I can play an asset from my discard pile, and I'll bring out the bear again. Or I can bring out... Yeah, I'm really close. I don't like being close to like that. Also, if the tech defeats an enemy, I can heal a horror, so that helps too. Yeah. 
now that I'm at three, I'm not feeling so bad. So instead of Cherish Seeker, I'll put back the Enchanted Blade and I can play that. So that works out for turn three. Uh, enemy phase, Man and Pallet Mask just sits there and looks around. And then I'm going to gain a resource. Draw a card. I have like two cards left. I draw, like This deck just, you go through it crazy fast. Seven cards to uh, take the initiative. So since I took care of the Royal Emissary for the third time, uh, we go back to the third act again with three Doom on it. Now it's got another one, so four. I'm going to draw my Mythos card. Whispers in your head, Dread. You cannot move more than once each turn. That's fine, because I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And this will put me at eight cards. Well, that would actually advance it again, because I got Spires Carcosa on there. Ugh. So here comes the Royal Emissary yet again. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I do have my Enchanted Blade again. Everything's flooded because of the card. So, first turn. I'm just going to start burning some stuff here. Enchanted Blade. I'll pitch, take the initiative. This is my first turn. First action. Three, five, nine to four. Two wounds. Second action. Spend the other charge. Taking up seven to four. I don't know why I picked taking initiative. Just because. Minus one. That will take care of the Royal Emissary. Turn three. I will. Yeah, I gotta call the man in the pallet mask over. I will take a whore. It'll put me at four for the damage. For the enemy phase, I will gain a resource, draw a card. Down to one card left in my deck, through another lucky. So this will put me at nine. So I will pitch to look what I've found because I don't think it's going to help me out anymore. Okay, third act yet again. Fourth Doom on it. Drew a Fanatic. Revealed location with the most clues. I'll put him in the green room. He will take that. And then, yeah, everything's flooded. Doesn't really matter. And then I'll draw my Mythos. Poltergeist cannot be damaged except by spells, relics, or encounter cards. Good thing I have the Enchanted Blade. First turn, I will take care of that Poltergeist with my Enchanted Blade. Ditch the charge. Elder Sign, plus two. This test successful, return one card from a discard pile to your hand. And I will pick up the Enchanting Blade. Get rid of the Poltergeist. I'll use the once per round ability. 
to gain a raster from my discard pile, put it into play. Now I'll put out the teddy bear, because I don't have it out. Turn one. Turn two. I'm going to take a horror for the attack to deal plus one damage from my meat cleaver. And I'll put it on the teddy bear. So I got two, six, six to four for two wounds. Zero. Last turn, I'll use a meat cleaver. I won't spend any four on that. Six to four. Ah. I drew a minus four. That didn't help. If your location has at least one horror on it, take a horror. And goodbye, teddy bear. For my third action. This is taking forever. Oh my goodness. Uh, Man of Palamas will do one horror back at me. I'm going to draw my last card. I am all decked out. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got to get rid of a card. Uh, I will, well, hold up. Before I drew that card, I do have a lucky, because minus four is the meat cleaver. So minus four, I was uh, sitting at six, six to four, minus four puts me at two to four. I'll play the lucky. Put me up there so I can get rid of the man in the pallet mask. Now the resign ability is in play, but I'm out of turns. So draw my last card, and it's a guard dog. I am now officially all decked out. Okay, new round, five on the third act. Drew another fanatic. I'm going to put the other fanatic in the lighting box. So he'll take that over there and gain that clue. So after that, there really isn't anything else much more to do than to finally, thank goodness, resign. Now I've been keeping track. This took me, this to finish this out, I completely decked out my deck. And then it took me 20 turns from start to finish. I mean, usually I, you can kind of blow through it. It takes a lot of setup time for this deck. To get going once the engine's going it, it is amazing fishing out all the discards and stuff like that don't get me wrong it is awesome when you get those cards so but uh yeah so william will finally resign on his first turn and then uh, i'm looking at let's see how many victory points i got i got one so far one One, two, three for the emissary, four for bearing some rats, five for the agent king. I got five XPs for this scenario. That's not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. The stranger gives you a slight bow as he steps through the lobby's front main entrance opening a glass door that was not there a moment before. A sudden cacophony of noise erupts from around you. And you fear that the building has only seconds before it is destroyed. You flee, crashing through the front doors, leaving the ruined theater in your wake. Several blocks away, take a moment to rest and think about what you've witnessed. 
Uh, William must decide. Either we warn the police about what's going on, or the police won't believe us. We have to solve this mystery on our own. You know, I'm like looking at it. If I'm picking this out, like what William would do, seeing the whole place being flooded, being a huge tentacle beast that's singing out a shrilling song, and then chasing a black-suited man that's wearing a pale mask. I don't think the police is going to actually believe me at all and laugh at me. So, I'm going to choose R2. The police won't believe us. We have to solve this mystery on our own. So, R2... You think about going to the police, but consider the horrors in the theater. They're more likely to think you're mad than believe your story. A small part of you wonders if this is some kind of prank, but that it can't be the case. It was all too real, a terrifying to forget. Wondering about course of action to take, you find yourself backtracking over to the escape routes, returning to the theater with cautious steps. Bright glare f- headlights drills into your eyes as cars pass on the street, splashing dirty rainwater onto the sidewalk beside you. Soon the Ward Theater comes into sight, its bright lights dominating the streets of downtown. You expected the theater to be in ruins, but the exterior looks the same as it did when you arrived to see the King in Yellow earlier that night. You walk to the front window of the Ward Theater and tenderly peer through, but it's too dark to see anything inside. Just then, a chill brushes the nape in your neck, and you feel that you're being watched. You turn and spot a shadow fling around the corner. A swarm of roaches skitter across the sidewalk following the shadow's wake. Your muscles tense with uncertainty, and you round the corner in pursuit, standing unconcerned on the sidewalk as a familiar-looking man with a featureless pallid mask. His wavering gaze bears down upon you. Who are you? You called out. The stranger does not respond, and instead turns and disappears into the alleyway beside the, behind the theater. You give chase, hoping for answers, but by the time you reach the alley, it is empty. Save for a notice on the wall near the theater's employee entrance. Don't be a wet blanket. Come to the King and Yellow cast party. 8 o'clock. At the home of Constance Dumont. At 1452 Atlantic Avenue. Former dress only. You tear the notice from the wall and take it with you, hoping it'll lead you to the answers you seek. <laughs> Do you think it was wise not to warn anyone? In your campaign log, record that you chose not to go to the police. So I mark one doubt in the campaign log. Uh, also in the campaign log, record that the stranger is on to you. And then... Add the man in the pallid mask weakness to the elite investigator deck. Also, in the campaign log, under chasing the stranger, put two tally marks. So I gotta keep adding tallies to it. For each time I defeat him, add a tally. Each tally will bring you one step closer to the truth. Each investigator earns experience equal to the victory point cards in the victory point display, which I got five. That was a really good haul, I mean, for what it is. So, based on the suggestion that uh, uh, start with the name from Arkham DB has provided, that the first thing we should upgrade immediately is take out either the Enchanted Blade or Meat Cleaver and put in the Time Worn Brand because it costs five. So, I will do that. So, I'm going to take out the Meat Cleaver because I do really like the Enchanted Blade because of the Relic status. Um, so, yeah, let's do that. I'll take out a meat cleaver and then put in the Time Worn brand as the, upgate, up, um, the upgrade. And then check me out for the next scenario for The Last King. I'll put that out shortly. If you like what you hear, you can get a hold of me, Tim, at ArkhamsKids at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. I know this was a long one. Uh, I'll catch you later and see what happens as we go through the madness that is Carcosa.